Hey guys, Justin here. Thanks for tuning into the Brews Room, a beer and culture show hosted by myself, brewery owner Jeff, bar owner Kyle, and beer enthusiast Mark. Collectively, we have over 174 years combined experience in bad puns and drinking beer. You can find us anytime at facebook.com slash thebrewsroom or watch the live stream every Monday at 10.30 p.m. at twitch.tv slash thebearded. If you'd like to support the show financially, check out patreon.com slash thebrewsroom for information on our second supporter-only show we like to call After Dark. It's just a little more of everything that the Brews Room is, just with less filters. No filters, to be exact. Enough about us. Grab your seat at the bar. The Brews Room starts now. Have you guys recovered from the weekend yet? Just now, we're actually talking about this outside when we were, uh, you know, in addition to talking shit about you because I know you're paranoid about that. Uh, yeah, we were talking about the fact that uh, we were actually both okay. At least I was, yeah. You? I, s- I slept a lot. I felt fine, but I slept a lot. Oh, I was telling, uh, Lynn texted me in the morning because uh, I, I sent her a text message letting her know I, I got home. Uh, a UPS driver dropped off a package at like 9.13, uh, banged on my door to let me know it was there, and I was up. I mean, immediately. Couldn't go back to sleep. Uh, we slept until like 11. Then we got up and, I don't know, did a bunch of shit we had to do around the house. And then I just sat on ass and watched TV most of the day. But, uh, yeah. I don't good. think I went to bed until 6.30. Yeah. Um, I, the, the kitchen was just destroyed. I tried to clean My bad. it up. My bad on those beans, buddy. Yeah, yeah that <laughs> happened. <laughs> oh, you still had the burnt beans in the pot? I cleaned a lot of stuff, but I did not get to that pot, I realized later. And I actually, it, like a pang hit me on the way home. I was like, oh, I just left that sitting in the sink with some soap in it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, just, get those I, up, I tried buddy? to clean up a little bit. So <laughs> I didn't go to bed till about 6.30. I slept till noon, Okay, so for the uninitiated, for those that don't know what we're talking about, we had Book Club Christmas, which is our annual friend get-together. We always get together sometime whenever we can uh, work out our schedules, and it's a big night of eating and drinking and games and just general revelry. So that happened this weekend. Mark and Justin came over at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Justin left around midnight and came back around one thirty. Thirty, yeah, yeah. Mark left around 2 a.m., I, I guess. Was, I thought it was like 3, but yeah. Okay, I don't, maybe 3. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So you it can imagine. I mean, they were there day. for over 12 hours. Yeah. 12 hours of just slugging down crap beer. And a lot of garbage beer too, but uh, a little bit of everything. We had a nice bottle share and a good dinner. I mean, we always uh, food like, is always fantastic. Honestly, like Kyle, a couple of years ago, said a great line. Like he walked in, he's like, "I really hate most of you motherfuckers, but you can cook." Like that's <laughs> that's one. Th- I think everybody in the group, for the most part, is a pretty solid cook, which is nice because there's not really, uh, you know, we had. Everybody brought a couple of dishes and, and everything was good. Like there's there's I mean, not even, one person. Even wheelchair, who I don't consider to be a, a sh- like he brought a pretty solid dessert. Yeah, like I was, really don't like desserts. I, I couldn't either, stop eating those two. They were both fucking, fucking amazing. So we had we had two desserts, and he made a uh, world of from he had a world of he got book. a World of Warcraft cookbook for, for Christmas from whom? Like who gave him that? Uh, I, I don't know. One of I think his parents, okay. his mom, or something. <laughs> it could have been his girlfriend. I don't, I don't know. But anyway, he ended up with this. That's one of the nerdiest things you can get. Giant ass. I'm just trying Warcraft to figure cookbook. out who who knew he was that much of a nerd and was like, this is a good <laughs> idea. 
It, it has to out. be something your mom gives you, right? Yeah. Like, oh, this says World or of the, Warcraft no, on it. I don't I'll know love it. it. Yeah, I don't. I'm pretty sure he like that was. Unless has he, he ever specific. cooked anything before? Yeah, he cooks all the time at home. Does he really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I just mean, he's not like when we get together and cook, he doesn't usually participate. So no, he usually brings whatever the easiest thing right. to bring, and is. that's not a knock. I'm yeah. just saying, like, but he made like that dessert was, uh, I, so, uh, you know, it was kind of a reality versus expectation thing. Uh, it didn't it didn't look the prettiest. I think he uh, he even said like he was trying to make this like double layer, you know, solid frosting. Great British Bake Off type thing, and it kind of looked. We but t- then you we told him multiple times because Lynn and I have watched yeah. every season of the Great <laughs> British Baking Show. So Baking I've show, learned a few things. Yeah. Uh, you have to let your cakes I've cool before things. you put icing on them because the icing will just melt off. And uh, he, he, as soon as he walked in the door, he said, "Yeah, the icing started to melt off." I'm like, "Yeah, oh, I mean, that's why cakes take." Four hours to make two it. hours, <laughs> two hours before he showed up. That was what Lynn said. Lynn's like, "Oh, this isn't going to work. He's not letting this cake cool." It's if it's one thing I've learned from television. This, by the way, is the only thing I've learned from television. You got to let your cake cool, and he didn't do that. We actually, I've also learned the dangers of meth. Oh, that's a good good thing Ooh, to learn. Meth. <laughs> we finished the f- last season of Baking Show today because uh, Lynn had a snow day today. An inclement weather day, actually, not a I snow day. I thought everybody was, aren't schools closed right now? Because it's, just, of, oh, it's MLK okay. So she had to make up MLK Day because of the oh. snow day they had last week from the oh. 8 inches or 10 inches. And uh, because of where her kids live out in the boonies, um, she inclement teaches in Troy, okay. Missouri, which yeah. is you know way out there. Um, apparently, some of her kids have to ride the bus for like an hour and a half, and not all of their buses have heat. And it was like zero today when they were getting on the bus. So they get in the some of their kids get on the bus at five or six thirty in the morning, and uh, so that's a long time to put a kid on a bus with no heat to drive around in. Wear a coat. Well, Pussy. that's what I said. <laughs> I don't remember ever having off days uh, in school just because it was too cold out. Like, and we we would you know everybody stands out at the bus stop for fifteen or twenty minutes anyway, and get then that last cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Uh, so anyway, yeah, we finished the last season of that today, which is we watched them in reverse order. Uh, out of first summer, what so you already knew who won? No, we watched the seasons in reverse order. So oh, we okay. started All with right. the most, right. the newest one, and we're like, oh, this show's cool. What's watching a reality show in reverse <laughs> yeah, is kind of yeah. great because every every few episodes you get a new character. A new character comes <laughs> in. It's yeah, great. It's yeah. Fun. yeah, but Keeps they are fresh. they are depending on the, like the worst character. Like you keep getting introduced to the worst worst character every time. This is one of the this season. Uh, there was this really old lady on there who was just like seemed like a really cool grandma. Uh, she didn't make was it, it. Queen Elizabeth in disguise. It was. <laughs> uh, she did not make it Hello. through the season. Uh, she got sick John and Lord. couldn't return. So. Uh, that was sad. Oh. oh. She died? I don't know. They never came out and said what happened uh. with her, but uh, she just didn't get to Not go. good, Peter. <laughs> yep. Uh. <laughs> there wasn't a, hey, here's an urn, bake with her ashes challenge, because that would be other reality shows. What kind of cake do you put an old woman's ashes in? I don't know. German chocolate. Yeah. Mud. Well, mud was cake. she German? <laughs> <laughs> no, these people are all very British. Uh, and one thing Lynn asked me today after we finished the season she's like are there a lot of indian people in britain y- yes and i'm like yeah i mean there was you know the british, british occupation and stuff, yeah, yeah. And i'm sure people moved back and forth but like the season starts with 
you know, there's 12 or 14 competitors and, you know, 30% of them are, you know, Indian descent, whatever. It's just, you don't see like on American TV, especially on reality shows, you never see hardly like Indian people or Middle Eastern people. And I just wondered what the uh, population density there was. I got to say, though, I love, like, there's a, there was a really good-looking Indian chick on there, and there's something about, like, an Indian-British accent that just, it does it for me. <laughs> we learned Justin's fetish tonight. All right. That's one Got of it. <laughs> um, uh, we talked a little about this, but uh, Ron Funches, uh, who's a comic, he has a new special out on Netflix now, and he talks about the great British baking show, and he has a pretty good... I need to watch. That's the Giggle Fit? Yeah, Giggle yeah. Fit. All right. I'm going to have to check that I out. I enjoyed it. It's it's If you like Ron Funches, you'll like it. I don't know who that is, but you said it was funny. Uh, and I take your opinion more than I take Kyle's opinion on anything that has humor involved in it. So I, That's like, just words to live yeah, by. You, yeah, you, you normal, haven't steered me wrong can with I tell you, neighbors. Yeah, can I tell you, like, normally, normally that, like, a statement like that would make me feel so great inside. Yeah, you know what? I'm right. That's an affirmation of all the things. Like, uh, you're right. I'm good at recommending things. I'm good at humor. We've got a good connection. I would never, like, but that's such a low bar compared to Kyle. <laughs> that's just, yeah, I don't, yeah. It's like if there's somebody I don't think is going to kill someone, you're right above Hitler. You know, I mean, that's really, it's not a... Not a compliment. Right. It's just, yeah. But like, that's the lowest. It, like, yeah. I uh, trust you more than Kyle when it comes to funny things. Like, ow. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that yeah. stinks. A lot more? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. There's Do you have not, to quantify no, how much more I trust you? A little you? bit, because there's a magnitude there to where it's not enough. And if it's not, I, I don't know what that number is. 12% more. I was going to say three times. See, 12%. Three hundred percent is a super insult. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. that's, you think, and by the way, I mean this, you think I'm only 12% funnier or at least funnier in recommendations than Kyle? Nah, neighbors. That, that's, that's a, neighbors. That's a low, that was a low below, buddy. I'm sorry about that. I'm going to take, take that one back. I don't know. Taking it back. <laughs> did, you, <laughs> did you guys have a uh, favorite beer we cracked during the bottle share? Do you remember any of the beers we had during the bottle shares? We, we drank yeah. a uh, rapid fire. Dissident. Oh, yeah. yeah that dissident was, dissident was awesome. real good. I don't yeah, know what yeah. year it was, but it was delicious. That was uh, the latest release, so I guess uh, probably late 18, 2018. Yeah, definitely 18, because uh, John bought that for his girlfriend for Christmas. There was a lot there of was, really good beers. a lot beers. of really good beers. Uh, I thought the variant was drinking really nice. Um, the uh, Was that the 14... Barrel-aged Rasputin was really good. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that Cezanne de Blay from Side Project was pretty great, too, that we had. The Zukov was real good. Oh, yeah. We had probably 20-something bottles at least. And I honestly, like, uh, so uh, Good Boy, uh, what was that? Like, he had that smoked beer. Oh, yeah. So four four years ago, he brewed a beer. four years ago? I yeah. don't know. Okay. He took... Uh, a bunch of base grain, two row, and he, uh, Jeff smoked a turkey, and he oh, put right. the yeah, yeah, yeah. grain yeah, under yeah, the yeah. turkey and used the drippings and uh, the grain, and then made a smoked uh, porter with it, and it was really good. And that it was really good for a four-year-old four year smoked porter, right? I mean, it, and especially for I'm not a huge smoked beer fan. No, no, I'm with you anyway. Like, um, the Southern Tier Mocha. Oh, I really yeah, like that beer. The mocha was awesome. So I, t- I took a couple of photos of just shit the next morning that, yeah. I, was, that I was cleaning up. Um, so I was just trying to get some ideas of what else we had had. Uh, Big Bat Baptist, 
That's, That's always, always good. delicious. I uh, we I always think that we should start that earlier than we do because I always forget like half the beers that we had the next day. I just know a lot of them were really good, but there was definitely some that was sober enough to remember because they were that good. Uh, how, how big big of a dent did we put on the uh, Bell's cooler of blind beers? I have no idea. I haven't looked. <laughs> it's still in your kitchen? Yes. <laughs> uh, we're going to open a beer, by the way. What are we opening? This is... Dun, 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 dun. Bearlick Brewing out of Portland. This is dad beer. I bet it's it del- just delicious. It just says easy drinking beer on it. Dad yeah, beer. this is going to suck. I think that's an... I, I don't know if it's going to suck or not, but that's an awful name for a beer. It's just going to be like beer for drinking or emergency drinking water or whatever. Just a light lager, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, we if if you're watching on Twitch right now, you can see what we're drinking on the bottom. Uh, we have a couple of substitutions. Kind of easy drinking beer. Your great great grandpappy used to drink in the 1880s. It's actually not that bad. Like a Vienna lager. It's not I, terrible. I could drink this. Yeah. Pre. Prohibition lager with notes of ripe fruit, fresh cut spring flowers, and citrus. It, we were talking about craft no, lagers. It tastes uh, like yeast. I know what's red. really interesting is so they have uh, three different lines here, three different like uh, graphics, and they have malt character, hop character, and overall balance. And they have a line determining where the so between malt character it's either soft or rich, hop character mellow or insane, overall balance between sweet and bitter. And they have lines where they think they should line up. I've never seen that before. It's, it's, they're all pretty far left, right? Um, what was the bottom one? Yeah, I mean, uh, overall balance. So it, it tends to be a touch more sweet than... But I've never seen that. Have you seen anything like I mean... I've seen stuff like that. Uh, I can't think of an example off the top of my head, but I know that there are a couple of breweries that will put, like, uh, number ratings. Like, yeah, Forehands, uh, oh, I think, of, does yeah. something on, Do on some of their bottles like that. Okay. They'll have, like, the yeah the um, ratings for malt. Love Child. Love Child does that. Oh, yeah, with the, the sourness levels yep. and stuff. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's not unusual. To be loved. I think it's maybe it's a good idea for yeah. new, you know, new oh, consumers. I like it. Yeah, for sure. It, and you're not uh, going to be disappointed. On, uh, At least you shouldn't be disappointed. Like, oh, yeah, I wasn't expecting this to be so hoppy exactly. or whatever. I guess my thing is, though, like, aren't some of these things super subjective? Relatively, well, sure. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. Like, I, I, like without a baseline comparison, it's just like I mean, what so are you comparing? I think bulk character. That one's pretty easy to determine. Now, I think hop the hop character one. That one's a little different because a lot of people have their palace perceive hop right, bitterness if you want way a different super than other people. IPA, like that's different. Than, I think yeah. hop character would be way more easy to determine than malt. Like, where does this fall on the malt line? Uh, it's like thirty percent. Okay, I would put it when, lower. But in comparison, right? You know. Where does where does a brown fall then, or a Scotch ale? Seventy percent. I'm just yeah. making up things. At no, this I point. understand. Okay, so but I mean, wouldn't a, uh, couldn't you put an IPA then at thirty percent as well? I would like I to that see would be fair. another beer from this brewery with the same scale to have some kind some, of comparative right, that's what it's Yeah. So over the summer, I was I was up in Michigan, and I, uh, I like I had to take my I like that way better than I thought I was going to. So yeah, go ahead. I, I do too. And I took my car in because uh, I was uh, like I, I thought I needed new tires. And uh, the guy uh, walks in. He's like, "Oh, you definitely need new tires. They're at a three. 
And I'm like, what do you mean a three? He's like, oh, I have this little gauge here, and they're at a three. And I'm like, you can't just tell me what that number means. Like, does that mean out of what? 90, yeah, right. I mean, does that six? If it's three out of four. Yeah, I'm right? Okay, I mean, but mean, if it's three out of seventy-two, and by the way, yeah, does maybe that mean I have ones. five thousand miles left on them? It, like, are they so bald that I'm? He's like, no, man, you got to change these. They're at a three, and I got so pissed off. Him, I left and went somewhere else that actually knew what they were doing. But what did they tell you? Uh, they told me I absolutely needed new tires because they're bald. <laughs> no, uh, but this is a little bit like that without a baseline comparison. Like I, I don't. I like this I, beer. I, I think it's good, but this it reminds me that we were having the conversation about craft loggers and their price points earlier. And I would bet that this a four pack of this is probably in that twelve to fifteen dollar well, range. I would think that chair. If that's the case, then would this, you pay for it? No, hell no, not no. even remotely close. Especially with a name like Dad Beer, I think this is a seven ninety nine six pack. That's just a total guess, too. I have no idea. I'm just going off the fact that no, I'm with you. I agree with what you on craft that. breweries are selling their I agree sixty with ounce that. cans for right now. I think that's probably. I think that matches up with the strategy. And how do you spell the name of the brewery? B a e r l i c Brewing in Portland, ales and lagers. But once again, this is I you know, I, and I've said this so many times. Like I think it's just there are certain beer styles that are hard to make. They're, they're hard to elevate above. Sure, and this is lager is definitely one of them. Uh, their tagline here is the people up here are pure and the water is beer. You know, fuck Portland. I, yeah, is it free range coastal water like Rogue uses up there? Because if it's not, we got to send it back. I'm trying to find anything about uh, the cost of this beer. I'm yeah. not having much luck. Uh, somebody here said it's two fifty as a single. That's actually that's pretty good. So I mean, look at that. I mean, that taste in this beer it's a mar- fourteen dollar price six point. pack. That's not terrible. That's not terrible. Fourteen dollar six pack. I think is well. They're pints. Yeah. I still think it's a little pricey, but that's not awful. Two fifty as a yeah. single. If it's a sixteen ounce, that's that's not bad. Yeah, and okay. especially in Portland, which I'm sure the cost of living right, is right, much right. higher up there than it is here. But so you could you go and get I, this as a five dollar pint in a bar, probably. Yeah, and if that's the case, that's, I'd be happy. That'd be fine. And I, if I ordered it, I would not complain. I think it's a pretty decent beer, and I'm really kind of blown away. Um, and Pina, oh, that's Jim. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, you're getting ready to move up there, aren't you? <laughs> uh, yeah, he can tell you all about the. Uh, Price increase, everything is yeah, yeah, there. that's true. Uh, the uh, oh, fuck, what was I gonna say? Lost it. That happens. Uh, we're gonna open this next one. You guys are oh, you're empty anyway. Uh, I don't know when when this is from. It was just in our box of beer. It has an enjoy buy date on it. Do you need me to open it? And oh yeah, uh, which is February of nineteen. So we're right at the cutoff for when they say we should drink this. What beer. is and it? It's yeah. New Belgium? So this is New Belgium Oak Spire, bourbon barrel ale aged in Knob Creek barrels. Wait, it's a bourbon barrel aged, but they put a Best Buy date on there? I'm confused. Uh, well, it, the New Belgium pasteurizes. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So that's probably why. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I don't Sorry, know. It's, it's aged in what barrels? Knob Creek. Knob Creek. Uh, so this, yeah, this could be good. Nose uh, is going to say otherwise. Oh, boy. All right. I, I do not like the way uh, this beer smells. It smells just sickly sweet to me. 
Are, uh, were we done talking about Puck Club Christmas? No, keep going. You got I don't else? know. No, I don't. I, oh. I, I just didn't know. If we had yeah, we hit else. the highlights. Nothing no. crazy happened. Jeff put a pretty fun uh, trivia game together. Um, yeah. In the early afternoon. <laughs> 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 Not that it showed or anything. Uh, <laughs> who ended up winning the pillow? Tim. Okay, I, could, I knew it was Tim, Tim and Good Boy in the final, but I couldn't remember uh, yeah. who won. That was really the only thing that made it worthwhile was that pillow was yeah. pretty awesome. Yes, it was. Where did you get that? I had it made online. Yeah, I know. Where did you like? What's I ordered it online. Yeah, okay. I don't remember. But if you you can you, you can Google can search custom pi- sequin pillows okay. and then yeah upload a, a photo. Sequin pillow and you upload a photo and if you run your hand over it, the sequins shine one way, but if you run your hand over it, it reveals a picture on the other. So yeah, it was a. If anybody's come in here before and seen, uh, Justin and I both own the shirt. Uh, uh, it's of both of our faces, kind of in that Bill Murray chive T-shirt model. Well, the pillow, if you if you saw the pillow one way, it was just a black pillow, but if you rub the sequence the other way, it revealed our faces of like stupid, <laughs> shit-eating grins. And- uh, Lauren sent a picture to Lynn a couple weeks ago. Vivian had gotten a hold of it, and she like blacked out the eyes and the mouths, and it looked like a... Dude, like a she, fucking wraith, something out of the ring. does it all the time because she knows that it creeps me out. It is pretty creepy. The other day, she put an upside-down cross on my face. <laughs> so, like, your face was just blacked out, and then she put an upside-down cross on She did this on her own. Nobody said anything. <laughs> it's terrifying. Lynn hates it also, so I try to do it, like, once or twice a week. Just I can't so. wait until she becomes, like, an art major in college and exclusively, like, paints clowns. I mean, it looks <laughs> like just, a... Just, a are you familiar with the band Mayhem? Yeah. The not Icelandic death metal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it looked like you know a a character from that band. I mean, it's just <laughs> awful. Uh, uh, kind of like this beer. Yeah, I still haven't tried it yet. Mm. It's it's exactly what I smelled. It's very sweet and oxidized. Um, Super bitter. It's dry. Uh, I don't get much oak character at all. I mean, honestly, it says on the label. Toffee and oak and vanilla. Yeah, toffee, vanilla, and caramel. caramel. I get all of those flavors, just too much yes. of all of them. Uh, I j- I can't get over the bitterness of this. Like the the aftertaste is so where would dry you put this on the on the dad beer scale? Would that be on the insane towards yeah, the insane right. level? I s- I think it's dry, but I don't find the bitter to be overwhelming. By the way, like let's not make the dad beer scale a thing. We're not gonna. <laughs> no, nah, that's what we're doing. No, we're not. Fine. <laughs> I don't think this is as bad as you say. This beer sucks, but I don't think it's bad. And, this is, and when I say it sucks, it's because there's, it's a barrel aged beer that's got no barrel character. It's got no hop character. It's a I get bitter it's coffee. Thin. It's a Dude. shitty scotch yeah, right? ale. I mean, that's, you know? Yeah. Yes. I wanted this to be like a barley wine. Yeah, that's I what I wanted. Kind of. I, was I want everything that. to be. A I want some wine, oak so. flavor. Yeah. I want some. Hit yeah, me in the nothing. nose with it. Like, I mean, yeah. hit me in the face with, uh, yeah. It's just it's, it's a, a shitty scotch ale. Yeah, it's a miss for me. Um, I want, I like, but I, part of me wonders, well, no, it wouldn't change that much. Like, I wonder how this beer was. Fresh. You know, did they give it six months? Did they give it a year? Yeah, I don't know. That's what we talked about. Just put the fucking brew date on I there. I want to pour the drink yeah. by date. God, yeah. how hard is it? New Belgium? I know somebody from there. Your brewery is listening. Stupid New Belgium. <laughs> Uh, do you guys you know remember? Who does it right is old Belgium. Old Belgium. The old Belgium was much better. About it, yeah. You guys remember about a year ago we were talking about all of those uh, very rich wine owners that all got scammed out of their their bottles of wine. They had the fake bottles. 
Uh, yeah, that was part of it. Uh, other ones, p- people were were sell were buying their bottles of wine, and they would they would go to a holding house, and those people owned the holding house were stealing the bottles and right. never paying them for it. All right, so <laughs> they never caught the guys that were doing that, <coughs> and these guys realized that they <laughs> they had a pretty good thing going. So what they did is like, okay, say you owned four bottles of wine, and and got ripped off. Okay. And, uh, you sold each bottle of wine for what was supposed to be 5,000 pounds, uh, and you never got paid. Well, now what they did was they're like, Dear Mr. Helm, we found your wine. Uh, we caught the people that did it. You sold this bottle, this bottle, this bottle, and this bottle for what was supposed to be 20,000 pounds. Uh, we've recovered it. Um, however, the holding company that we've got it in requires a fee to, to get them out. Uh it's in ship Nigeria. Us, ship us ten percent of that fee or whatever it was, and uh, we can get you your stolen so wine. They're back. double dipping on the stolen wine. Like you and got away with way. it. Why would you? Why would you well double down? They no. went to the same why? people, and because they knew what exactly they stole from yeah, them, right? they were able it to give them all this air, detail, like a veneer of a veneer <sighs> of respectability. And, and these assholes, these stupid ass rich wine owners, were like, "Oh well, ten percent of the holding fee sounds fair. Here you go." They they ended up getting another hundred thousand pounds off of these suckers, and they never got their wine back. No, <laughs> but by the way, a hundred thousand pounds is only like twenty five dollars. I don't know what the big yeah, that's true. It's market. Yep, it's market. That's market. I mean, how how stupid do you at? have to be though? That's my thought. It's kind of like falling for the Nigerian prince scam. Full his mean, money or soon parted. Yeah. Jeff. I, All right, I can't like a counterpoint. Like if if if. If you are uh, if you're exiting the highway and you see a homeless person there and you give that person five dollars, stick with me here. I'm going somewhere. And then later, because a uh, friend of mine swear this happens, uh, you see that person get picked up in a van. Another homeless person get out because they're running some type of scam, right? That five dollars didn't hurt you because compared to that person, at least the illusion of the person, like like it doesn't cost these people very much money comparatively speaking and maybe they get their wine back so what is it you know what i mean like it's worth that 2 grand right, to that guy like, to whatever, try like, and get his bottles back even, even if though it's a scam yeah i'm I not guess. saying it's I, right I like understand a, but that, i mean you might as like it doesn't like you're the somebody type, that has this like by the way you're making this transaction from the jacuzzi of your private yacht in the mediterranean <laughs> right i mean it's not Maybe that's Speaking a little of scamming people. I, I uh, don't think that that makes it worth it. Or oh, I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying worth it or, or intelligent. Man. But the I, guys I, are an idiot for I getting think it busted for. It. It a little I, yeah, bit I get more it. You're right. I, I kind of understand it a little bit listening to that point of view. Um, but speaking of scams and frauds, you have to watch the Fire Festival documentary. I already we, did. We watched it yesterday. Which one? Netflix? The Netflix one. The Netflix one. It was have you watched the other one? Great. No, I have not. Somebody, somebody, who was it? Fuck. It was somebody here today. Said that actually the company that was in charge of putting on the fire festival is the one that did the Hulu one, the Hulu oh, documentary. Really? Oh, so they're like never brought up or or anything else. Apparently the Hulu one is real shady because it was done by the same company. No shit. Well, <laughs> I don't know how true it is, but it was. This, God, I wish I could remember who told me this. It was I, somebody I trust. Uh, the uh, guy's in jail now. Yeah, he got uh, six years. Yeah, which seems like a pretty small amount of time for them amount of money and not just that scam the others all of the other scams that were going on this he was a liar yeah (laughs) i mean it's it's crazy how much i didn't know i I mean i never really heard about this guy 
Um, Real fast to let you guys know what we're talking about. Fire Festival was supposed to be a music festival that took place down in the Bahamas two years ago. Uh, the guy that was running it owned a credit card. Not a credit card company, but a credit card yeah, itself. For rich millennials, basically. Was yeah. the- he didn't even own it. He just had a credit card. His American <laughs> Express bill is still, yeah. So he told all these people they would get to stay in these luxury yachts it was and tents a and everything else. Music festival. They wanted to bring people down there. They were going to have high-end acts. And the idea wasn't, he wasn't like uh, 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 Burning Man, where you slept out in the desert and traded ice for ecstasy. You would stay <laughs> in high-end. Is that all it takes? Well, depending on what you have, how much X do you have? How much well, ice I, mean, I have do you a have? lot of ice. Yeah, I, yeah. I, could drive, <laughs> I could drive some ice down. Yeah, I mean, anyway, right, I just fun. like there's there there was this idea that, that you could stay we'll in keep these that like ice high for a long time. <laughs> he's saying these like high end open air condos, and it was going to be like a just an incredible experience. And it turns out it was uh, what's it called? A gigantic fraud. I won't. They tried to make it work. Uh, yeah, they didn't go into it. There was with the plan of yeah. fraud. So uh, did the Prince of Nigeria. Like there, uh, certain economic uh, realities. I, there was some good intentions. Some of the, some of the people that they interview in the documentary, like they had good intentions and wanted this to work because they wanted to turn it into like a. a it was a just thing. this Billy guy that was the prick. And every time they're like, "Hey, we should not do this," be- or "We need to cancel," or "We need to stop this." He's like, no, right. we'll figure it out. And he just showed up with more money and more money and we'll more money. Figure it out. <laughs> um, just kept putting it on that credit card. Well, yeah. he kept going to to banks and saying, no, I've got uh, $2.5 million in Facebook stock. We can put that up as, as collateral. collateral yeah. Turned out he had like twelve grand in Facebook stocks. <laughs> and by the way, by the way, that's on the banks. Like, if you don't, like... Yeah, somebody didn't do their due diligence on giving him the money. Anyway, the, anyway it's great. Yeah. It's a great documentary. Yeah. It's worth the hour and a half watch, I thought. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah it was, it was good. Um, <laughs> I had this pulled up. This is not beer-related at all. But uh, did you see that uh, Donald Trump got nominated for a Razzie this year? For what movie? Home Alone 2? <laughs> no. <laughs> He was in some archival footage of uh, some documentary <laughs> that just got released, and uh, so they nominated him for a Razzie for his role in it, which I thought was pretty great. I uh, love it. Uh, and then I was kind of looking through this list. All of the movies on here, I've never, I've never seen. Uh, like worst movie, except I've heard about Holmes and Watson. Do you get? Oh, just, uh, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. Yeah, is, is, I don't know. Is that who's in that? Yes. Okay. So I, I'd like I actually asked this as a trivia question the other day because some uh, somebody posted uh, I, like I think it was Rotten Tomatoes. What anyway on one of the review sites that made sense. This guy said, you know, uh, when I was uh, 23 years old, I had to go to a family, knock on their door at 3 a.m. and tell them that their son had died in a car wreck, and I stayed there with them for two hours explaining answering all their questions to the best of my ability. And I left there secure in the knowledge that that was the worst 90 minutes I would ever spend in my entire life. I am now taking that back because I just sat through Holmes and Watson. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about uh, Robin Hood? I didn't even know they had a new Robin Hood movie. I didn't even know that was released yet. But Does he speak with an English accent? (laughs) Because unlike other Robin Hoods. Uh, <laughs> so you you're giving us the Razzie list right now? Uh, just a couple of the okay. things I saw. The highlights or the lowlights? Johnny Depp got nominated for worst actor for Sherlock Gnomes. So in, in addition to the Sh- the Watson and Holmes movie, there was so a Sherlock Gnomes movie. Do you know why all of movie? these? 
I, do you know why so many people might like because about uh, well I guess is it, it free use now? Yeah. yeah. So it's like it Sherlock Holmes entered the public domain like a year or two before the Robert Downey Jr. But, but by the way, that's why the Robert Downey Jr. series exists and the ben, Benjamin Cumberja- Cumberbatch uh, thing exists. Like, that's free property now. So you don't have to pay any intellectual copyrights. So you can... Uh, it's basically making a really cheap movie. All yeah. you have to do is pay for John C. Riley and Will Ferrell and, <laughs> I don't know, I'm assuming costumes and shit. Whatever. I don't you know. know what else works? It's an original idea. Name the last one. I yeah, don't, I don't. All right, I honest, don't honest, honest question. What was the last? What, honestly, because I have one in my mind. I, I like it, it's a need. Like, what is the last original movie you saw? I I truly don't know. I mean, for my for they've mine, all been and comic I, books or yeah. something that wasn't based on an, a, yes. pro, another property. Inception uh, is mine, and that is what eight years old. I actually thought Inception was based on a novel, so I would. I'm I'm not it, sure. Maybe it wasn't. I, I no, don't I don't know. I could I I couldn't even tell you. I don't watch a lot of movies anyway, but definitely I haven't seen one that's not been tied to either a franchise or an already existing book. I just wish there was a two-word term to describe what's happening in the movie industry about like trying to prey on people's <laughs> feelings in the past what uh, we, when it comes to, hear me comes out here. to like, I sequels. I think I've got something. We might be able to coin this. Okay. Monetizing Nostalgia? That's not quite what I'm going for, but okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. that wasn't it. Yeah. No. We should roll with that anyway. I like that as a term. Let's have another beer. <laughs> uh, this next beer I'm really excited about. <clears throat> Our buddy Jim brought this in for us as well. This is a 2017 uh, Bourbon Barrel Age Imperial Stout from Gigantic Brewing. Where are they at? Get out. Oh, yeah. That's a great idea. Okay. that's a, That's a great movie. That's a great movie and an original idea, sure. What was that about? I've I, I've heard of it because I know Peel won a Academy Award for like best original so screenplay a, or something. It's a horror movie, and basically this uh, horrors uh, in quotes. Yeah, it's a psychological thriller. I guess I will say it's a serious movie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. See, that's, I remember when I I saw that. Hey, Jordan Peel is doing this horror movie. I assumed it was going to be like a. You know, a, a no, scary it, it movie. It kind of pissed me off. Like a high-end psychological thriller. Okay. Like. I don't like horror movies. And somebody here, again, somebody that I respect, I w- told me it was a comedy. Like, no, no, it's actually really funny. You should watch it. It's it's not scary at all. It's it's a comedy. So I watched it, and that's a lie. It's not a comedy by any stretch of the imagination. No. There are some comedic it's, moments, but yeah, it's not sure, a but comedy. That, but it's not a, a bunch of jump scares either, which is what I really hate. In the right, I game. agree with you on that. Yeah, I, I, I don't like that either. No, it's just a really great psycho- psychological thriller, and I don't want to tell you too much because the the movie like it's worth watch. it's worth watching. It's it, right. like, and I I, I, agree. I won't say it's like a turn like The Sixth Sense, but it's enough of a movie like that to where I don't want to. Okay, yeah, I like horror films, even the jump scare ones, whatever. I think they're fun. Do you really? Yeah, yeah. Um, this but is, I this is more, more of a Silence of the Lambs yeah. than I like Blair stuff Witch. like that. Like, um, yeah, beer's fucking. Delicious. This smells. Awesome. Uh, yeah. What Jim is this one? Uh, Gigantic's most most premium rush, Russian, uh, twenty seventeen Imperial Real Stout. Imperial Stout. This uh, I haven't tasted it yet, but it for this smells one, incredible. <laughs> it's good. Beer's really good. The the nose is fantastic. It's just chocolate and black licorice, and it's thick and full body marshmallows, and, and yeah, yeah. This beer's unbelievable. That's really fantastic, good. Jim. Thank you very much. 
We've had two beers from them. We had one last week. The that one of the, the, the IPA. cat pissed on my Christmas yeah, tree. Yeah, which one. I really liked. Oh, yeah, I don't think you liked it as much. I wasn't a huge fan. Um, but so far for me, two out of two on these guys. Uh, these next beers, when we go to open them, I, I'm going to go do it over the sink. Uh, we've got some five year old uh, Russian River sours, so I don't know <laughs> what's been happening inside these bottles. And I'm going to guess there's going to be a shitload of sediment in the bottom of these. Uh, I hope that I don't pull the cage off and have the cork yeah, shoot right. in the face. Green Room. I don't know when Green Room came out, but that was a, a original oh, yeah. idea. And I was liked that? that movie a lot. Oh, is that the Patrick Stewart yes. uh, movie? What? Yeah, he was, was he the main bad guy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen yeah. it, but I heard it was good. I liked it, yeah, quite a bit. But, I mean, even that's... It's a couple years, years old. years old? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, that's... Yeah. I don't know. There, there were a couple years in a row at the year-end uh, trivia I do. I asked, th- the question was commonly like, "What is the only movie in the top ten or top fifteen most like that wasn't based on a comic book, wasn't a sequel, wasn't a, a remake like of like all time?" No, no, no. I just meant like of that year. Oh, from so, that like, year. In two thousand fifteen, like, and I wasn't expecting the answer to this because it it changes so much every year. But I, well, honestly, what like, was it in twenty fifteen? Uh, Inception. Um, yeah, actually, it might have been. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's always kind of an interesting question to me. But What's the? What do you think the 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 biggest like dollar? Uh, what do you want to call it? Box office release of a fully independent movie is. It's got to be like a- Avatar. Avatar. That. Well, I mean that that well, storyline yeah. has been ripped off. No, but I don't even no, think but he's right. I mean, Avatar. Yeah, but I mean, but they're making not so right now. Ferngully. Simultaneously, three sequels. I mean, I've heard they were making sequels like six years, seven years. No, ago. no, no. They're 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 filming them right now, and they're making three or four at the same really? time. Yeah. No, I mean you're right. Avatar. Yeah, Avatar or, ti- uh, you know, Titanic. I mean that's up there too. I mean, it, that's it, historical. It happens the same in television. Though we kind of talked about this on Saturday, where if it's not a cop or Hospital, right. hospital drama. It's because every like it just it's built in drama. Yeah, so it's if you so have easy. Cops or lawyers or and the people that are personnel. watching network television are, are old and they don't care that there's not anything original because yeah. they're used. That's what they're used to. So that's what they stick with. You know, like. But I think that's why if you look at if you look at what we consider to be the maybe maybe it's just our group, but I mean the best or the most prominent, most influential shows of the last 15 years, right? There are all these concepts that are different and out there and, yeah. you know? I mean, it's it's Breaking Bad, like it's a teacher selling meth. It is The Shield, a rogue cop that's dirty as crap, right? I mean, they're, yeah, I mean, I... You know, I'm looking at... Uh the top ten grossing movies of 2018, five of the ten are comic books, sure, and the rest are all sequels or remakes. I looked at this list, uh, yes, because I <laughs> Incredibles two, Jurassic World, The Grinch, Mission Impossible, and Solo. Those are the other five. That's re- that's sad. Once again, I I asked that question all the time, and I couldn't. I I remember looking at this list and being like, "There's nothing on." Like, is that sad? But obviously. People are flocking to that kind of content, so 
you know, it's not. It's a smart. It's your. You know, sm- it's, it's smart money on just like going off something video, else. It's like it all these video game companies doing loot boxes and all this other stuff, like to to generate money. Like until number ten was a Star Is Born. That's original, isn't it? Yes. Uh, that's that was the Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt not Brad Pitt. Lady, yeah, no. Uh, Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper and Lady Gaga. Um, I I don't. Was that based I on a book? No I have no idea what that was. Uh, I don't know. It, it's a Bohemian musical. Rhapsody was thirteen. Okay. And then Ralph breaks the internet. I've never even heard of Ralph. That's Wreck It Ralph. That's Wreck It Ralph. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can you count Bohemian uh, Rhapsody? I mean, it's a, yeah, I don't yes. know. It's a biopic. A, you know, like we've already lived based this. on real, yeah, I don't on know. true yeah, story. I don't know. Yeah. You're right. It's not an original story. And by the um, way, I like A Quiet Place is 15. Oh, so, okay. So that was that was. Oh, original. that was John Krasinski's, Krasinski's movie, right? Like horror movie. It's supposed yeah. to be really good. But is I, that like, an original one? Yes, but it was on par with uh, uh, Get Out. Like it's this like. Deep psychological thriller and okay. Mike Stewart said a Star is Born's been remade three times. Oh yeah, that's oh, right. Really? That's right. Okay. That's right. Uh Crazy Rich Asians. Okay, that's original. That was based on a book. Yeah. Okay. So I mean you're right. Uh then Hotel Transylvania three, three. Spider Man, Mary Poppins Returns, and Halloween round out the top twenty. I'm not gonna go through this entire list, which is Thanks. Yeah, the top one hundred. So um but look, I'm, this, my uh, point, the top my, 20, my point with video game three, companies yeah, is um, until until people stop putting their money into this, this is going to be. I mean, these movies made. I mean, especially the comic book movies, they made. I mean, what bl- both Black Panther and Avengers made over a billion dollars. Not Worldwide? according to this list. Um, neither one made a billion. Uh, Black Panther did worldwide. Are you in box? Are you in box office mojo? I am. Okay. Yeah, box office mojo. Uh, Black Panther says they made seven hundred million total gross, and Avengers that's, was six hundred seventy-eight total uh, gross. That's not world. That's not world. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, I've got something beer related to talk about. Okay. I got a, a couple beer things maybe. Well, uh, yeah. We usually talk about some beer stuff. So there's this Since brewer when? in, I th- it's Atlas Brewing. Oh, it's it is it's in D.C. Uh, they're currently suing or trying Atlas? to sue Atlas. Nah. Yeah. Uh, Mark shrugged there for you guys that can't. It was see just that. a little. It was just a little. Yeah. Uh, they're suing. We're the on radio, Mark. <laughs> it was just for you guys. <laughs> because the TTB is closed and they can't get label approval for stuff, so they're. Claiming that the government is infringing on their rights to free speech because they can't get product in front of customers outside of their state. I think this is ridiculous. No, that's bullshit. And I understand no, not, it's probably no. just a marketing thing to it is, get, draw right? attention I mean, to is. other issues. And, and really with everything that's happening with all of the other aspects of uh, you know the government shutdown, the beer not, you know, label approval is probably one of the smaller things. We talked about it a little bit last week. But, yeah, their whole premise for their lawsuit is, is was unbelievable to me. Uh, I saw that, hey, we're, we're suing this, the government. I'm like, okay, what's going to be their angle? Claiming breach of free speech is just unbelievably stupid. No, I... <sighs> Yeah, no, I don't even, I'm not even going to acknowledge it with any sort of counterpoint. That's stupid. I, I guess the only thing I can think of is that, I, and by the way, in this, I mean, I mean, you, 
I think they're just going to prove the point. Like, they're doing it because it's go- like it's so ridiculous it's going to be mentioned. Like, it's not a free speech violation. Like, not uh, Your right to free speech means right of... <laughs> no, you don't know what right I mean. Yeah, I don't... You can do it. You're, you're, you've got the right to say it, not the right of repercussions. Not the right, right of that's against what I mean. like, repercussions. The first you wanted to send the, the labels out? Go ahead. You're going to get in trouble for it. It's for an apricot-infused IPA, too, by the way. Is the <laughs> I love that that's the battle line. Like, is an apricot-infused IPA? Yeah, it's called the Precious One. It's the, the beer they're I'm sorry, concerned it's for, about. I'm sorry, what kind of beer? What, sorry, what did you say? What? You both said that word differently. How do yeah, you say, no, how do you say the fruit? How do you say the fruit in that beer? Apricot. How do you say it? It's an apricot. <laughs> well, that's weird. <laughs> we'll probably have to get to the bottom of this at some point. How do you say it? Uh, it depends on the context. It's Pirates of the Apricot. <laughs> okay, so how do you say it? Like the name of the movie with Johnny Depp. Caribbean. But Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> right, but if you go to that area, it's just, I'm it's going to the Caribbean, Caribbean right? Like, right. Yeah. I'm taking a Caribbean cruise. You're There's not taking cons- a Caribbean cruise. But it's the Caribbean Sea. How is that context? What, what context there are you? I don't know. It just Neither feels, do I. It That's feels, my point. It feels different. <laughs> so what context are you applying to apricot? Your apricot. 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 I don't know. That's just how I've always said it. I'm just saying you need to re-examine every aspect of your life based on that. Yeah. No. Patterson like, says it's tomato, de- tomato, fucking no, because there's yeah. only one way to say it correctly, <laughs> yeah. and it's tomato, and it's apricot. <laughs> what is it? Apricot. <laughs> uh-huh. We've got a winner. No one says tomato. <laughs> yeah. You can't use tomato as a if you're gonna. You can't see this on the radio, oh but in chat, you spelled it differently. You've to to make your point. That's what I'm. That's not on the same page as apricot. Apricot. Okay, so uh, when I lived in Cincinnati, what do you call the little uh, peanut butter candies that were in ET? It's Reese's Pieces. It's okay. not Reese's Pieces. Yeah, there are people there. There's, I've got a bartender here that calls him Reese's, and I want to punch him in the mouth every time. But here's the here's the messed up thing about that. Okay, Reese's, whatever. I mean, like, but they changed then. Like, if I wrote the word pieces on a slip of paper, there's not a man, woman, or child in America with any type of intelligence that would pronounce that word pieces. But then no, they changed the pronunciation of a commonly accepted word to keep the rhyme scheme. And I don't. The rhyme scheme's wrong because you said the first word wrong in the first That's place. That's like, oh, <laughs> that drives me crazy. Yeah. I don't like it. Look, there are, there are several, like, All right, I'll just religious First cultural. results on Google, how to say apricot. I haven't listened. I don't know what they're going to say. I bet they say both. I bet it's apricot or apricot. What are you looking this up on? Apricot. Google says apricot. YouTube does actually. Oh, YouTube says apricot. Yeah. Apricot. That's clearly someone with a a British accent, a, a yeah. different accent. So. Apricot. Apricot. There it is. I accept your apology. Yeah, they're idiots. Also. <laughs> uh, wait. Let me rechange it to if you're not British. Yeah, that'll that'll, yeah, that, fix that'll it. work. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go step away for a second to open this beer. Uh, So keep talking. I'll be right back. What are we drinking next? Apricot. 
Uh, this is supplication. Apricot. I told you to say, but yeah. Apricot. Apricot. Th- this is how to say it in American or Australian. That's what it says. Great. Anyway, everybody, thanks for listening to our bro- podcast. <laughs> like and subscribe if you want to hear more supplication. weird word pronunciation. 2013. Oh, the supplication. Okay. Ale aged in uh, peanut noir barrels with cherry. So uh, I'm going to go crack this and hopefully it doesn't blow I'm up. I'm actually excited to drink this beer. Hey, Travis, you get my text. Uh, I, I can actually just talk about this out, out loud. So Travis, one of our uh, our regulars here at the bar and an avid listener, uh, got a homebrew kit for Christmas. Uh, okay. Justin helped his wife pick it out. You know, his wife came up here, asked for Justin's advice, <clears throat> and Justin helped her out. So she bought him a homebrew kit for Christmas. Um, what? Sorry. Oh, okay. And so he's looking to do his first beer. Okay. So he sends me a text message yesterday, and as we've discussed earlier, I spent most of yesterday unconscious trying to recover from Saturday. I'm going to dip my balls in it. About whether or not this was a good deal for a uh, for a beer. This, The link he sent me was a dogfish head 90-minute clone recipe. Sure, yeah. Now, all I did was look at the price, so I don't know anything about it. It said all grain, which, by the way, Travis, for your first beer, no, don't do all grain. Uh, but for Why not? S- Just for people that don't know. Uh, it's too easy. too much too okay. much L- learn the process first you before gotta you walk before you can out. run Got it. yeah okay plus yeah. you don't have the equipment to do all grain i know this okay unless you did something that you know unless you went out and bought something that uh robin did not get for you so anyways he sends me this link and it's 48 dollars for a five gallon clone recipe for dogfish head uh 90 minutes uh, let me put you together a list. Go to a local homebrew store. You can buy the same thing for 30 bucks, and I have to pay shipping. And you support somebody local. 50 bucks is way too much for that. Uh, way too much. So. I think when people are homebrew supply shops are putting clone recipes like that together, what's uh, you know, that equates to two cases. You're like, oh, two cases of dogfish head 90 minute. That's a, for fifty bucks is a fucking steal. All right, so, so I, I mean, I, as, as homebrewers, like, what would like if somebody was going to get started? They let's say they got a homebrew. What's the beer you'd reg? What what process? Like, what would you? I recommend always tell somebody on? to make a stout. A stout first. I yeah. usually say brown or red. My two least favorite styles. Yeah, <laughs> it's browns, reds, stouts. I say brown or red because they're a little cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and even still a little bit easier. Stout's still good. Those big multi beers hide imperfections. All right. You don't want to start with a Pilsner. You don't want to start with an IPA sure, because sure, they're sure. they're tough. They're difficult to make. And if you fuck up just a little bit, you know it. You yeah. know, if you're yeah. if you didn't sterilize everything perfectly, if you fermented a little high, if you uh, oxidized it a little bit during, uh, you know, on the cold side, that kind of stuff stands out. Yeah. And I don't want you to make your first beer and have it suck just because it was your first time. There is a the uh, truthfulness that you know practice makes perfect. You can get better sure. just by learning your procedure, and I I want your beer to hide any uh, flaws that were just simply procedural. I, I like stout personally. If, why I tell people is because most of the time when somebody gets a brew kit and they want to make their a, a beer for the first time, they want to personalize it, right? And I think stout's the easiest way to go about that. On a 
in a way that's not uh, crazy uh, tech technical. So you get a, a buy some ingredients to make a milk just a so- solid easy milk stout. You could throw some coffee in there, some chocolate or something, and and have something that's your own. Even if you did buy, you know, a, a kit or something like that. Um, that's what I like anything darker, malty your side. It's easier to to play with and do something to to make that beer yours and not just following a kit instruction. It makes a lot of sense, and I can't argue the fact. I just still think that's running before you're walking. If you're sure. start starting to add adjuncts and stuff like that, I get it. I get what you're saying, and there's a lot of truth to it. I just again, I think that's that's running. I I kind of agree. Also, I I do I not disagreeing with you i think that yeah learn how to make a base beer on its own first but you get that your beer fermented and it's sitting in that cardboard you're like man it'd be really easy to dump some cold (laughs) brew in here or whatever you know (laughs) um but either way yeah what what he was looking at is is way more than he needs to spend even though price per bottle on a clone of something you really like it's probably not that bad of a, a price but if you factor it in like that, what you would pay for the actual product versus what you would pay for the price, yeah, sure. Yeah. But I guarantee you I can put together a recipe for you that will give you the exact same results and you'll pay half the price. Yeah, I I think homebrewing now, though, more than even when I was doing it like six or seven years ago, prices are on grain hasn't really changed, but hops are so fucking expensive to buy by the ounce now. Yeah. So I think even yeah. as on a homebrew scale for – if you want to do a big IPA like that, you're going to spend some money on your hops, but at least your grain prices will be a lot more reasonable than what you're paying for in a kit like that. Very true. I know we've talked about it on the show before, but uh, I remember the the great hop shortage of 2012, no, not 12, mm-hmm. 2004 or 5, somewhere in there, when uh, Cascade jumped from $0.99 cents an ounce to four ninety nine an ounce. It's ridiculous. Galaxy right now is apparently – really hard to come by is that the one there? and it's yeah. going for fifty dollars a pound um, Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, that's just due to popularity not to shortage i mean this was yeah. a shortage I'm like it wasn't just cascade that went out i mean it was every hop out there a minimum of tripled in price because you just couldn't get them there yeah. home brewing was on a boom craft beer was on a boom this was you know this was the bubble yeah if you will and yeah, I mean, there were they're just the hot farms weren't making them anymore. Uh, Patterson said his problem was thinking that the clone was going to taste like the like beer he clone, was trying yeah. to clone, and I think you're right. I, if you get a clone recipe like that, it's probably not going to turn out exactly like you think it's going to, unless Dogfish Head said, "Hey, here's our grain bill." You're not going to get it 100. percent You don't under. You I don't, don't know. care if they do tell you that because there's no way you're going to control the temperature the way that they are. Yeah. And the exact pitch rate and the and the yeast style and everything else. I, I'll be honest, Jason. I know you're not trying to to be offensive or anything, but if anybody thinks they're going to brew their first beer as a clone recipe and have it taste exactly like somebody that's been doing it for one, two, three decades, it's a little insulting. You know? Sure, but, but okay. So ballpark it for me. Like, I mean, are they going to get Fifty percent there, seventy percent there. Like you should get more than fifty for sure. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Like what? Yeah. Like IPAs are IPAs, and you know what? I can sure. give you a TBFIE's recipe. Yeah, and, and tell you it's ninety minute, and it's your first one. You're gonna make it home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're gonna go home and drink and be like, "Fuck yeah, 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 nailed it." You know, you don't know. I mean, IPAs are IPAs, and I just like if I if if I was just starting out and and 
I was buying one of these clone recipes. I just didn't know like what percentage is what what percentage would you consider to be a win? Like it takes I get you, 80 I, I bet you get into a the a low B. Okay. A, that's a great that's a great way to put in it. In my opinion, do you enjoy it? That's it. That's all that counts. Do you enjoy the beer? You made it. That's a different criteria do you like than it? I think like trying to match up with a beer that's already made. I don't get and for the your whole, first batch. You can't oh, I, do look, that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I think that like the expectation, like I'm, I'm talking about managing expectations. I guess I don't like, I don't, I don't think clone kit things are helpful because it doesn't breed creativity at and all. It, it just said, "Hey, I could have basics. just gone and bought this beer, but I made it myself." Eh, I'm not. A, I, I would much rather you. Buy a, just a standard base beer kit instead of trying to clone someone else's beers. Like, hey, they did that. I know you want to try and do something like that. Well, do it on your own. Don't don't try and a hundred percent imitate ninety minute. You know, maybe try and make something that you like, like ninety minute, but throw your own twist in it or or, or whatever. And that's farther down when you learn how to write recipes and I'm stuff sure, like that. Like, but I'm trying to think when I started out cooking, just as a as a comparison, like I tried to imitate the things I liked. And either some things worked and some things didn't, and that's how I learned, though. So I don't know if there's value. But you in had that or recipes, recipe. right? That kind of gave you a guideline. Hey, we do different. it like I this mean, for a right. reason, and I, right. I don't yeah, think yeah, that's. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, right? Dissimilar from do cooking. We do. But you see a recipe for you know a soup or something that you that you you like, but you're like, you know what? I prefer this style with a little more spice. So you right. kind of twist and do a little bit to it yourself, and I think that's important in beer. I think it's important in any industry. You don't want to just copy and copy and copy the same things where you just talked about it with movies and television right like throw right. your try and throw your own twist and do your own thing um you know unless you're out there trying to win medals and ribbons for for stuff like don't get so caught up on the exacting there's, details of everything I, there's I a reason that i don't want to try and brew a 90 minute clone and have it taste like 90 minute if i want 90 minutes right. i can right. go buy 90 minutes I don't need to do that. I would rather make my own beer. I guess, that, like, like, and once again, this is, I don't know if this is a fair comparison, but, like, if I was trying to imitate a recipe, the fact that it tasted the same would be a win for me. And so I don't know if that's what the expectations are, especially because I think that the first recipes you're you're exposed to are cooking recipes, right? I mean, it's not like you get into beer sure. without, like, like, you follow, like, beer recipes are written similar to cooking recipes here's how long you do it here's the amount like you put this in at a certain time so i don't I, yeah i don't know that's interesting I, I i don't know i look at cooking a little bit differently than beer sure i think if i wanted cooking to make gordon ramsay's um yeah. uh, beef wellington which is like probably the pinnacle of that item right like he's probably he's been famous for that for right, years like before he was like super a tv guy and stuff yeah. like if I could make that exactly like that, I would be really happy with it. But I don't. I don't know. When I look at beer, for me personally, it, I feel differently about it. Like, I don't want to create something yeah, that right. is I, exactly I don't, like somebody. I don't but know I, that this is an exact comparison, other than following a recipe, because it's it's so much. But you I can think cooking and making beer are very similar. I talk about that with people all the yeah, time. But you like, can improvise with cooking in a way that you can't with beer. That's true. You can't just do it to taste right when i mean yeah. oh you don't know what it's going to oh, turn out like it's not you, working you made, let me add a little yeah. acid to it like it doesn't quite work the same but i think but I, I, there like, are I, some comparisons that I, can I be guess made I, there I, like i'm 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 starting out with a person who has never cooked or never brewed a beer like what do you expect out of that those first couple experiences and how does that 
you know, how do you move? Like, how do you how do you develop things moving forward? Ninety minute IPA is one of the most respected double IPAs on the face of the earth. It would be like me saying, "I really like cake. I'm gonna do the same thing as Julia Child." I, Who was well known for cake? I don't know. Is she? <laughs> I know. I, she was no, a baker that point. crossed my mind. I, no, your point. I, I no, but I, like I think the beef Wellington example is actually perfect. Like, I mean, hey, I'm I'm somebody that I enjoy eating sloppy joes. Let me make a beef Wellington. You know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> yeah. I I think you're exactly cooking right. cooking is a little bit different. I th- sure think it is because I, it's not as. You can't fuck it up as easy as you can a beer. Well, I don't know. I don't want to. No, you guys I, may I, have been saying exactly what I was doing. I, Travis was talking about there being a problem with the audio and video. I was trying to figure out if it was I just think, him I, or everybody else. Twitch having an issue because I have go. No, it's just him. Everybody okay. else is fine. So I, I wasn't a hundred percent paying attention to you guys. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I don't. If you were trying to say it, it's a great point. Saying I want to brew ninety minute as my first beer is like saying I'm going to imitate Wolfgang Puck. Yes, yes. So yeah, that's is that what you were saying. Exactly. Okay, what we were saying. Yeah, yeah. All right. So that yeah, I mean it's uh, ridiculous. Maybe start with just a steak, and then we'll then we'll wrap it in duck cell and you know dough and <laughs> see what happens after that. All right. Speaking of, I got some ribeyes yesterday at Medino's. Cooked or Saturday, yesterday, whatever. I cooked them tonight. Fucking awesome. I've been questionable. With some of their meat before, I, I think their fillets are eh. That ribeye was fucking. Manino's fillets? Oh, I love them, dude. I, I don't know. I've had you bad experiences them? with them. Just... Uh, no, I, these ones I did. Uh, I just did on Reverse the. Air? Uh I didn't uh, sous vide them. I just cooked them on the stove and, yeah, hard sear through them in the whatever the hottest temp my oven gets for a couple of minutes. And yeah, fucking perfect. It was really really good. Um, so I will go back and buy more meat there. I get. I, I didn't. I didn't get fillets on purpose. But it's one of those things. Like a couple, we have a couple really good butcher shops in the area that you can get fillets for like six bucks. Do they allow you to stick your head up a cow's ass? I mean, I'd rather take his word for it, but I did not get a guarantee. Mm. Um, stick my head up, up your, your ass. ass. <laughs> uh, What's your favorite? I love bananas. I've never been disappointed there. What's your favorite? There's this Trogdor guy. So do you have a favorite cut of uh, steak? Fillet. Ah oh, man. Porterhouse for me. I like a big, thick, bony. I gotta go. <laughs> go on. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I really like ribeye if it's cooked properly. I think it's hard to get a restaurant, especially at like a chain steakhouse that you can go to to it actually so do a ribeye right. You really gotta know how to right. like yeah, melt yeah, yeah. it down I'm right. I'm with you, right? I'm with uh, you. Right. But I would go, yeah, porterhouse or just a super thick bone-in like tomahawk uh, ribeye or something like that. I've never eaten a tomahawk. Oh, my oh, God, they're... dude. It's so much well, different when you get meat that's still on the bone. Like, you have no right. idea how different it is. Especially tastes. along that bone edge. It's just. Uh, yeah. I get it for Lauren because she don't eat meat. <laughs> but she sure <laughs> like the bone. Vaseline. <laughs> I think fillets can be really good if they're cooked properly. But that's another. Well, any, I mean, any piece of steak is good yeah. if you've cooked it properly. Like, I've I mean, had good some... sirloins, too. And that, you know, that's a pretty cheap cut, but. Usually, if I go out to a restaurant, if if I'm gonna have a steak, I'll I'll either lean towards the ribeye or the fillet. Uh, so we should take a step back because we just finished this supplication, and it's sucks. I we didn't care for it. I was yeah. I'm I'm super disappointed. I was really excited to have this. Um, what'd you say? It's five years old. Yeah, yeah bottled on four eleven thirteen. Yeah, I thought it was good. Almost six years old. Um. For Corkton Cage, I thought it was awfully oxidized. 
and I did not well, think that that uh, benefited. When I popped the bottle, there was like nothing. Really? It went in that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I assume that it hadn't been sealed super proper. I don't know who who these came from. Uh, yeah, Thor or one Tim? Is, one maybe. is Thor, one is Tim. I believe. So you know, I don't know how long they've had them or how they were stored. Uh, you mean Thor and the monitor? The monitor, <laughs> yes. So you, you made such an effort to open this one or the last yeah, one up the over the sink, the sink, and here you're just, just one-handing one like one it. One-handing freestyling, yeah. This is going to explode everywhere. Yeah. So there's, this will be the one. That, there's, uh, like, no pressure behind it. Really? Yeah. Um, I like Consecration sure better like the uh, from Russian River. This is my favorite beer from them. Uh, so I hope this So how disappointed are you going to be by on this? On a scale so. of... Yeah. One to dogfish ninety minute clone recipe. Uh, <laughs> I like that as a scale. It's it's now yeah, it's yeah. that and yeah, dad yeah. beer scale. <laughs> yeah, it, the nose isn't great on this one either. Yeah, that's super disappointing. This I right think, here is my favorite beer that they make. That's what I said. Yeah, so, I've had both these beers, and ooh. these are. Not great variations of them. So five years is, is, is this one five also? Yeah, no, it was, was like a, right at the same batch almost. Yeah, seven, uh, ten, thirteen. Mm. The flavors, the tartness is really nice, but it, it. This makes me sad. The wine barrel is come comes through super strong on this. It it's got a very strong cabernet flavor. All I've done is smell it, and I'm sad. It smells like cabernet on, on the nose. Like <laughs> I've had dates like that. I've. I might have guessed that this was a wine if you put it in front of me blindfolded. I mean, the flavor's not terrible. It tastes like a watered-down cab that's got some tartness to it. Man, very disappointing. That's our fault. Oh, man, it really not hurts. our fault. Whoever's fault. I was just talking to somebody Five the years other day. is too much on these, apparently. Uh, Six years. Yeah, I've had both these beers, and this is the worst iteration. Like I had a, I said, a guy it. in on Friday night, and he said, I have a 2008 BCS. Should I drink it? And I said, five years ago. <laughs> and uh, he said, is it going to be bad? I'm like, probably not going to be good. I'm like, I'm like I, we've done plenty of verticals five, six years, seven-year right. verticals of Bourbon County. That beer specifically, I know, 10 years old, probably going to be a disappointment. Probably right. so, yeah. He's like, well, how long should I hold on to it? I'm like, it doesn't matter. At this point, you, you want to save it for a special occasion. He said, every time I go to open it, I want to open it for something special, and then I just don't. I'm like, You should have told him, just bring it up here next Friday. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. Like just Was it Eric by chance? Uh, no, his name's no. Jason. All right. uh, I had some dude in today. Uh, it was kind of funny. He goes, Hey, uh, by any chance, are you Justin? <laughs> nah, man, I, I'm sure not. He goes, oh, are you Kyle? <laughs> and, and, and now my radar's going off. I'm like, no, Kyle doesn't work here, man. Uh, I'm like, uh, what's up? He goes, I just found your show recently. Uh, I'm a huge fan. I've been listening. Uh, I found out about you guys because of it, and I, I looked you up and found out that you're just like a mile or two away from my house, and so I started coming in. I think it's great, and I really like the show. I'm like, oh, well, that's awesome. You know, I started talking to him. He seemed really cool. <laughs> Held uh, out his hand and said, I'm Mark. Oh, <laughs> I should have. That would have been really funny. But no, I did introduce myself as Jeff, but uh, 
Uh, seemed like a real nice guy. And I was just curious if maybe that was the same same guy or not. Uh, but he said his name was Eric. So Eric, you know, shout out to you. Shout out to Eric. No good. <laughs> so uh, a buddy of mine got married a couple years after college, and we had his wedding in Toledo. Uh, which why? Yeah, because his wife was from Toledo. Uh, so we went to his. I've like, never been. I just assume it's no. It, yeah, that's <laughs> accurate. Well, real quick before you do. The one thing that did bother me about this Eric guy is he goes, yeah, I heard your voice. I knew I recognized it. But that means he if thought was I was third. Kyle. Yeah, right. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> Before me. <laughs> oh, that I works. mean, we all know Kyle sounds like a bitch. <laughs> so, all right. Anyways, go ahead. So it was in Toledo at this, at this wedding reception. They had it in the backyard of their house, and their next-door neighbor was there. And he's like, hey. Speaking over the fence. No, he was at the – he's like, hey, you guys should come tour my wine cellar. And uh, we went down to his wine cellar, and he had this, like – Gimp suit? No, he had, yeah, you keep <laughs> injecting things, and it's super creepy. You're getting creepy. Uh, he had this, uh, uh, it was a refrigerator, uh, for a wine refrigerator, and it was like a like a TS-86, and I walked down, and I was just- That's Terminator. Whatever. TS-86, that, no, that thing's 80s. 15 years old. Whatever. No. <laughs> well, that was how long ago the wedding was. <laughs> anyway, mm. I looked at this- I, No, it was then. That's what I'm saying. I was drunk, and I was being a dickhead, and I was like, oh my God, you have a TS-86 down here? He's like, yeah, and he started talking about all the specs of it. But then, what made me think of it is, uh, his wife, apparently, at some point, just came down into his wine cellar, and he's got- I mean, seriously, a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of like, and she just grabbed a bottle to use in the spaghetti sauce, and she apparently, yeah, she apparently picked like a seven thousand dollar <laughs> bottle of wine and just uncorked it and put it in the spaghetti sauce. And he's like, I wasn't even mad. It was the best spaghetti I've ever had. I'm like, I want to have that. Did you money. try it? No, that would like it. Wasn't oh, that, that wasn't that, while that, you were there. He's a liar. <laughs> nah, he was pissed. N- there's no way that. Oh yeah, a a seven thousand dollar bottle of wine doesn't bother him, and B he noticed a difference. In the seven thousand <laughs> dollar right. bottle of wine right. versus the five ninety nine right, right, right. or the right, two right. buck chuck in that sauce. Fuck you. To be fair, he had a TS eighty six. Was it eighty six or eighty seven? These are very different models, Mark. It was a TS eighty six point five. Actually, it was. Oh, it was, it was that, in between. No, it was that weird like hybrid model they put together. Yeah, you're right. It okay, had okay, half freon yeah, and one. half cochlear implants. I'm making. I damn. Yeah, no, so it could hear you. Cochlear, not cochleo. Cochleo is the freezing, uh, the freezing uh, substance put together by. Just, just. Yeah, we're the idiots. Yeah. When you shouted at your wife about spending the uh, using the seven thousand dollar bottle of wine and the tomato sauce, it heard. <laughs> so it locked it up every time she came around after that. Uh, <laughs> I have another thing that isn't beer related, but I wanted to talk about it. For, Why? Because uh, it interested <laughs> me. Yeah. All right. So because uh, we all hate peeps, and we've made that very clear on this show. Yeah. Uh, they Go came. Out, Kellogg's came out. Just came out with a peep cereal. Seems like an odd time, like not at Easter. Yeah, I guess it's I'm actually probably surprised Easter that didn't exist before. Already, uh, probably out at the stores anyway. Both I mean, of those things, it. actually, I agree with. There's them. no marshmallows. It just tastes like peeps. What? They made peep flavored like fucking Cheerios. Basically, is all it is. The, so they didn't put chunks of peeps in it like they would. It's Lucky marshmallow charms. flavored rings of. Um, Peep flavored Fruit so Loops. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, Fruit Loop. Yeah, yeah, Fruit Loops with. How do poop. you miss that bad? Well, I don't. Uh, is it selling well? I don't. Is it, I have is no it? idea. Yeah, I don't. I hate this world. It's it, hold on. It. If you're gonna make a fucking cereal based on marshmallows, and you have the c- ability to make marshmallows in your cereal, 
how do you not do it? I, I, I saw this. I'm like, no, that can't be right. That's a joke. Why does anybody want anything that tastes I, like a peep? I had to make sure I wasn't on the I don't want to eat a peep, much less something that tastes like a peep. I, yeah, I'm 100% behind. Is this only behind. released in Great Britain? No, this is like an American thing. No. So they're not apricot-flavored okay. peeps. Uh, <laughs> so here are their complaints. Uh, nothing in Who the box. Who is they? Yeah. Uh, the web, this website's complaints. Uh, <laughs> oh, BuzzFeed. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. No, it's yeah. Kotaku. Um, so owned by the same conglomerate. Got it. It's not. It is. Kotaku Tamanaha? They're owned by AIM Media. Whatever. Uh, They're not shaped, nothing shaped like animals. Okay. I I don't know if I agree with that one. But the peep has a very good. You're missing out. You put marshmallows in there that are shaped like ducks and rabbits. Nothing should be marshmallow flavored. That's the big one. That's the one I can get behind. You have the ability to make marshmallows. Um, The marshmallows are naked. The the non-marshmallow. There's no sugar. Peeps are dusted in like right. sugar. Okay. Yeah, right. you can so also dusty. make sugar-covered okay. cereal. We have that technology. Okay, uh, they're just colored odios, is what it says. The Garfield guy. Yeah. Can I tell you something actually that nobody has mentioned that really pisses me off? Yes. Go well, on. It, it's the fact that they don't make any noise, like like Rice Krispies. I mean, they literally don't make a peep. <laughs> They do make a noise. He just talked about it. It was just the same noise as on the Price is Right game. The O-D-O-D-O. <laughs> <laughs> I loved and hated that game. Yeah. Equally. Oh. Because the right, people that played it yeah. were so bad. We're at so it. They're always bad. stupid. Yeah. That might be my uh, – Plinko's the best game on, on, sure. on uh, but Price honestly, is Right. We like, can all agree, I think. The, the, yeah, the Mountain Climber, that was the one – I'm trying to think of a like I'm trying to think of a game that gave me the most frustration watching people play. And it's the anxiety when you're watching you're like, No, you're gonna lose. Like just fucking pick the number. Right, 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 right. I'm trying to think of a game though that what's the game in your mind that you're better at than anybody else and they should stop playing? You know what I mean? That's always consistently I don't know that Mine's I Mine's like, always that that guess the guess the price. You know, you go the higher or the lower one. You got you got a fifty okay. fifty chance to win it all. You're really good at that one? Yeah. Huh. Well, I'm, I'm accurate. I'd say a good half half the time. <laughs> so there's this. Uh, uh, Drew Carey was telling the story pup one time. One. The putt putt one yeah. was always my favorite. Yeah, that's the well, putt one. When that was, was you picked over under on those. You had like four prizes. You picked oh over yeah, because you got to you move got closer balls. or farther yeah, away. Or, that's yeah, right. that's right. Closer. So there was. I was kidding about the over under thing, Mark. It was. I was just making the fifty fifty joke. Oh. I mean, yeah, well, that was what happened in like in the lead up to the golf game. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Drew Carey was telling the story like kind of immediately after he took over there was this guy who apparently showed up all the time and he was in the audience and he got selected to play uh, the he, he got selected for the showcase showdown and he had memorized a bunch of, like there's a documentary about this guy yeah uh, he had I haven't watched it yet but of, it's definitely on my list to watch so he had memorized a bunch of like different prizes and whatever and so when he was in the showcase, he predicted the price exactly. Mm-hmm. And Drew Carey was convinced when he picked it exactly that he was going to get fired. He's like, this guy has has submarined my career. No one's going to believe that they he actually They thought that he gave him the, the answer like, or that something? Would, like, and this was, by the way, like in his first month or two. 
And he said, like Drew Carey came out later and said, it was the biggest mistake in my career not celebrating how awesome this guy was instead of being like super suspicious of. It's like the guy with Press Your Luck that figure out the algorithm right, right, right. on the board. <laughs> right. Like, dude, you you figured out the system, man. Good on Good you. Good on you. You can't Good play no you. more. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to change it now. But fuck yeah, you get all that money that you won. <laughs> you <laughs> get all the whole point time, of Price is Right like, is what, to know the prices of things. Like if you went out but and learned why, them all. That's why now Price is Right added a bunch of variations. So they'll give you a Nissan Ultima, but it's got seven different packages on it. So you can't. It's the package you can't actually All because buy. of yeah. that guy? Yes. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I haven't watched a Price is Right in Neither have I. Decade, yeah. probably. Not since Drew Carey took over. That's I've not on purpose. Seen it's just some episodes. I have not. Yeah, no. It's yeah. been. A I mean, really I was. I was. I like. I was sick. I was in, in grade school. Yeah, I yeah. was sick in playing Star Fox. Like, and like, I, I took a, a break from Star How Fox. How could you watch Prices Right and play Star Fox? No, I took a break. That's what I was saying. I took oh, a break okay. from Star Fox to watch uh, Prices, and then it went I, right. Back I loved the Prices Right when I was a I kid. I love Star Fox. I never had a Super Nintendo. Bing grab a chance. Do a barrel roll. I know that. <laughs> you part. know, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm familiar with the yeah, concept the, yeah. of Star Fox and, you know, its its placement look, in uh, look, pop culture. Guys, but Guys, I was in the 1998 zeitgeist. I know how this works. Thank you. It's an, I like the word zeitgeist. It doesn't get used as often as it should, I think. <laughs> you get props for that one, Mark. Two points. You know what pissed me Two off about Armenio. zeitgeist is I really liked Bill Maher's uh, movie, <laughs> Religious? Yeah. Religious? Religious. Yeah, and uh, it turns out he just pulled a lot of his facts from the movie Zeitgeist, which was... Oh, there's I, actually a movie called Zeitgeist? There's a movie called Zeitgeist, and it's fucking ridiculous. It's terrible uh, in every way humanly possible. Huh. Um, it basically, it's religious without any actors. <laughs> uh <laughs> Okay. Uh, so it's a shitty documentary. Do, no, no, it's not even a documentary. Do you remember the website ZomboCom? No. Neither of no. you. Fuck. I wonder if ZomboCom's still up. It's just like this computer voice, like your and graphics, like you're flying through space, and it throws out these random religious facts, and it turns out the guy just made them all up. And then Bill Bill uh, Maher saw the movie and did religious and regurgitated all of the same facts. Is yeah, that, it that, turns out it's all bullshit, and I was really bummed. Did you ever see the movie Religious? <laughs> yeah. And did you Did you think it was all real when you watched it? Yeah, I assumed that most of what he was saying was legit. Like that, uh, I always kind of Herod looked- or Heron uh, God that was uh, supposedly born on twenty fifth of December with twelve followers and blah 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 yeah. blah blah. I assumed that he had done his research and and I figured there was definitely out, some no, some bullshit personal bias included in in that movie. You know, just how left-wing he is about everything. I figured that it wasn't 100% true, but I didn't know that he just, like, stole it from straight from that other movie. That's awesome. Apparently, Jason Patterson knew ZomboCom. So somebody, you're not making this up, apparently. No, ZomboCom's still up. Can you hear that? Well, we can hear it. Nobody else can hear it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, then I'll stop it. <laughs> So it's it's kind of like a Ricardo Montalban. Welcome, welcome. to Zombocom. <laughs> and that's basically all the website is. It's just that voice. Like, everything is possible at Zombocom. On that note, all right. what do we got coming up? We got to wrap this up. Uh, we released Toppling Goliath last week. That was fun. Yeah. Mm. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, we, you know, they're, they're pretty popular people seem to like them yeah 
<laughs> they do some beers, people enjoy. Uh, we've got Pseudo Sue and Gamma Gamma No, Pseudo Sue's gone. Oh, that was quick. Well, we've got Gamma yeah. Gamma Ray <laughs> and uh, Dorothy's Cal Common. Yeah. We got uh, the Nuggets, Gold Nugget IPA, and Pompeii still to go. So. Yeah. Uh, that's that's new. That's kind of big news. I think a lot of people were excited about them coming to. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, Oddly enough, they didn't send any SR seventy one or Assassin or KBBS. I was really surprised that they didn't do any of that. We should have been guaranteed a keg of that at least. It would have been eight thousand dollars. Apparently, they were selling Assassin for seven hundred dollars a bottle. We talked about this on the the show uh, a couple years ago. I don't remember the, the original iteration. Um, they said, ago, fuck yeah. the secondary market. If you're going to pay for it there, you're going to pay for it here. Yeah. And apparently they're still doing, I mean, KBBS is still $100 a 12-ounce bottle mm-hmm. on site. Yeah. Assassin's even like 700 he said. People were buying, they were doing beers for on-site consumption only, and people were bringing their own growlers and, you know, dumping the beer into the growlers and then selling that for hundreds of dollars, like. I think it was uh, uh, Jason Van Gordon was telling me that uh, I don't remember this if we talked about it, so for, uh, forgive me if that's true, but that they were selling Assassin for a thousand dollars a bottle, and somebody rang it in wrong for this guy, yeah. and it, and they only charged him seven hundred, yeah, and then emailed him and said, "Sorry about that." Can you come back up and give us another three hundred bucks? That's exactly how we came. We came. I came across the story the first time, and yeah, they sent him the email, and it turned into a whole social media shitstorm. And that's what he obviously. said. Uh, that Jason was telling me he's like, yeah, nah, no. You. Instead of doing that, I'm going to post this to social media. Yeah. And let's see what happens. <laughs> uh, Jason just asked what uh, about new E6 beers, and buddy, you are in luck because we just tapped something brand new today. It is our tart cherry pie stout, and it is pretty fucking good. Um, so that's on right now. I, uh, Otis, my man will be out in a uh, week and a half, two weeks, probably two weeks. Uh, I brewed nice. that last week and then, um, I'm brewing girl stout cookie tomorrow. And the uh, base beer for that's actually going to be one of the beers that we take to cask fest at second shift in a few, a few weeks, February, 9th. February 9th. Um, and then we, yeah, February 9th it's sold out. So. Uh, if you don't have tickets, you can't get any of that beer, but uh, just pretend it was terrible. You won't mind. Uh, Wolpertinger is this Sunday? Yes. It has to be. It's Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, okay. Yeah, so if you, I believe there are still tickets available for that at Urban Chestnut. I think we talked about it a little bit last week. Uh, it's all indoors, so don't worry about the weather. I know it's supposed to be cold, but uh, they do have us all set up inside. And uh, Jeff and Aaron are actually going to be pouring there. Uh, that weekend or that Sunday, so uh, we'll have some. Thought we decided it was gonna be you and Aaron. Nah, we <laughs> definitely didn't decide that. Um, so yeah, that's what we got coming up, Mark. No, I'm good. No. Nah? Is uh, uh, comedy uh, trivia sold out? I don't know. I don't. I, I actually. I think we have a couple spots left. So uh, January thirty first, we're in comedy trivia at Shamrocks, at. Uh, yeah, at seven o'clock. So if you want to, uh, or eight o'clock. So if you want to stop by and do that, uh, come make a reservation. You got to have a table reserved for that. You right? do, yes. Up to eight. Yeah, you can have any. Yeah, and we're doing Back to the Future, Austin Powers, Mel Brooks, sports comedies, Office Space. We got a lot of good ones. Cool. You got anything else to add? Yep. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>